welcome back to another episode of the Dwelling Tiger Podcast. Or maybe I should say, welcome, if you're new here. This is kind of like a first date for us too, right? It's a uh, first time meeting each other. You get to know me, I get to know you. Well, you know what I mean. For some of us, it may be our second date, maybe our third date. Ooh, I'm glad we're still in this relationship, right? I'm glad that we're still sticking it together. I, I'm glad that we're interested in each other, right? Seeing uh, how this how this bond you know takes off in the near future. Who knows? So if you are new here, go check out episode one where I introduce myself and the podcast and pretty much tell you about what this podcast entails. If you don't want to go check it out, that's okay. I'll just say briefly that this podcast is about talking about anything we dwell on, whether it be bizarre, awkward to talk about, just controversial, anything really, just any kind of topic that we want to talk about usually, but probably just don't really express it to others. And I want to make this as authentic, raw, genuine, real, unfiltered as possible with that respect and maturity. Wink, wink. So today, I'm feeling really good. I mean, just the this weekend, I gotta tell you, this weekend, I felt like crap. Um, you know, I mentioned, maybe I didn't mention, I'll just mention it. I've been coming back into the dating scene and this time is the first time where I'm going to try to be persistent, right? I won't give up. I won't lose faith. I'll just persevere and, you know, work because I realized and understood more so that dating takes a lot of work. So this weekend I did something which you guys will find out later. I'll, you know, announce it towards the end of the episode, but you guys will find out that something happened over the weekend and it involved kind of like a dating event and it's just, oh my God, that just made me want to give up forever. I just want to crawl back in my lab, in my bedroom, in my training hole, whatever, right? Whatever my safe haven is and just give up. I don't want to think about dating anymore. Why do I need to think about girls? Why do I need to think about romance? I just need to focus on myself, but I can't, right? It's, I promised myself I should be more persistent. Um, I should be more willing to just put myself out there, right? Don't give up. But anyways, because I'm feeling good today, despite of what happened this weekend, which again, you guys will find out towards the end of the episode or not really, but you'll find out how to find out pretty much. I'm feeling good. And today I want to make this episode make you guys feel good. So going off of the last week's episode, episode two, where I was talking about my end of the year reflections, which touch based on my, you know, my rough patches throughout the lockdown and how I came out of it. It was quite the downer. You know, I, I know that it was supposed to be more serious episode and I want to make this episode, today's episode, a little bit more, a little bit more positive, right? And I, I'm not gonna say silly or fun, right? I'll just say positive, and you can take it however it's portrayed, right? However I portray it, you interpret it however you want to. So today for this episode, I will actually be going off of last week's episode on something I touched base on, which was what helped me one get out of the hole I was in. That I dug myself, you know, into as well, 
And then two, how am I keeping up with the things that I should be doing or want to do? Despite maybe losing motivation or maybe some like that willpower to continue doing the things I should or want to do. Or even if life throws those obstacles, you know, left and right, up and down, diagonally at you. Maybe it's a bowling ball. Who knows? Life is throwing shit at you like a monkey at the zoo. And even when that happens, hopefully it doesn't happen in real life, right? Monkey throwing poo-poo. There are ways to counteract that. There are ways to persevere and get through the mud, right? <laughs> I'm not going to say poop anymore because that's quite disgusting. I don't want to give you guys that image, all right? But yes, I want to I talk about that more so in depth because I think it can help people a lot. You know, I would hear from podcasts like or self-help books, self-help podcasts, YouTube channels, whatever. That, okay, you know, you should be doing what you need to do. You know, this thing helped me you know, get the motivation. This thing helped me understand that. You hear a lot of that stuff. So today, I want to dive really into this because it's, I don't think it's really explained all too much. Nor is there like uh, enough examples that are given or like a variety of examples given where you can understand how to apply these, you know, skills or these positive advice given about self-help. Right, whether it's for getting yourself out of this hole or situation that you're in and starting the things that you should be doing or want to do and or continuing to do the things you want to, you know, or slash need to do despite having those obstacles in life. Now, let's talk about that. That actually kind of sounds like, oh, that sounds so familiar, actually. It sounds like Good Mythical Morning. Yes, I used to watch that a lot. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> That's, oh wow. Uh, sorry, nostalgia trip. Whew. Well, anyways, let's talk about that. Now, I want to break this up into two parts. One is just talking about and diving into how and what got me out of the hole I was in. You know, whether it was due to the pandemic itself in combination with family trauma and just my personal issues itself. I want to talk about what helped me get out of that whole right and then start to get the engine running again in regards to what I need to do and what I want to do and then the second part I want to talk about is what is helping me maintain the, you know consistently doing the things I should be doing slash want to do that's a different story it's not I mean it doesn't require too much in-depth you know thinking and you know a whole complex system and it's not a whole journey in my opinion it's just some tidbits that can help you maintain that that drive to continue the things you should be doing now before i get into the first part right what helped me got out of the hole i was in i want to preface this by saying the two podcasts that really helped me out that i discovered were called asian boss girl which was the first one i discovered and then the other one is called Perfectly Imperfect. Now, those two podcasts, unlike what the name may suggest, they are, one, hosted by American uh, Asian-American women, and two, they are so raw, authentic, relatable, just genuine, nice, mature, and respectful. Just what I try to bring to the table with this podcast. It's super relatable and insightful and just fun to listen to even and i really got a lot of insight and advice from them and even personal understandings for from their stories when they shared it 
Now, what helped me specifically was a particular episode, I believe, called Finding Hope on Asian Boss Girl, where the three hosts, um, Janet, Helen, and Mel, they each talked about their experiences and struggles and even things that helped them get out of the, this rut they were in and you know getting back on the saddle throughout this um, pandemic. And hearing three perspectives from three different people was very insightful and even eye-opening when I tried to apply it to my own situation. So what I kind of learned from listening to this episode in a nutshell, and I'll even go into the specifics, is that I was looking at my situation from a very narrow point of view, right? Because I feel like a lot of people, when they're struggling with a situation they're in, we're almost regardless of what that situation is, they don't realize other variables that are holding them back or that are causing them this distress. And no matter how much reflection and speculation and just thinking and intuition they use to like understand the situation they're you know they're in and to handle it ultimately you're not going to probably see all the variables that you know even if there are maybe a few variables that you're missing those variables can still be very key important ones that can truly help you get out of this rut you're in and that's what happened with me by listening to this podcast where i was able to see these missing variables that i was missing and that were actually ultimately life-changing in some way or another So those variables in a sense were me realizing that I was being depressed and lonely mainly because I was missing social interaction. And that was something I was always somewhat aware of, but never really truly understood. Like it it was on the back of my mind where like, I know that I went to interact with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we're social creatures, whatever, but like, I didn't realize how much that actually affected me because, you know, throughout college and starting somewhat in the middle of high school, I was always trying to become that lone wolf, right? Someone who was just truly independent, doesn't ask for help, you know, does everything by himself. And that's why I tried to like really reinforce with my, with my thinking and my lifestyle and um, just my work style even. But listening to, I believe it was Helen's story where she like me doesn't really talk about her feelings or nor does she like to do that even i'm the same way i don't like to talk about my feelings not because i'm i mean i don't don't find it to be uncomfortable or weird for me to do that but i just don't want to lay it on other people because i feel like i I just don't want to lay that kind of burden on other people for whatever reason and so i just never really wanted to do that but i found out and realized that when Helen says she was talking to her friends, Melody and Janet, you know, the other hosts of the podcast, Asian Boss Girl, she found it really helpful. And that made me think, oh, wait, maybe I'm not, I'm missing like social interaction. Maybe that's like the thing that's really affecting me right now. Because what I would usually do when I feel like lonely, depressed, and all those negative feelings it's just fill myself with work. And I did that even in college where I would take up more shifts during my tutoring job to just drown out the negative feelings, right? With the satisfaction and the fulfillment I had from tutoring students, you know, seeing that light bulb, helping them out, all that stuff. But I never really like satisfied the craving that's always been there for social interaction, to just make friends, to meet people, all that kind of stuff. 
and listening to Helen's story, even though it's maybe not as a significant like uh, statement in a sense, I mean, out of the entire podcast, maybe it was one little thing she mentioned. It really reached out to me and made me like have an epiphany. Wow, like I need, I probably need social interaction. Like I want this, like I really want this. Like it was so profound to me. And that actually helped me just muster up the courage, take that step forward to either reach out to old friends or people whom I'm acquainted with or to just, you know, reciprocate those who have reached out to me because in other cases, I would just probably ignore them or, uh, man, it's, I feel I feel like a D-bag just for just thinking that. But yes, I mean, a total D-bag move of me. But I reciprocated nonetheless, and I, you know, apologized, I believe, and just talked about my situation as well. You know, why I was, like, ghosting or ignoring people. So that blur from Helen helped me realize that I was missing that social interaction and that expressing my story, expressing my experiences and struggles to other people was truly helpful. It just really lessened the load off my shoulders. And I was, for the first time ever, with uh, at least two of my close friends from freshman year and sophomore year, I opened up my my struggles and my mental health issues that I experienced throughout college. It just felt great that they who are my friends, <laughs> my friends, you know, they, I was able to just express myself to them. And it wasn't like I wasn't able to before, but it felt great and i oh and this is the first time i truly understood and realized having friends and family to whom you can talk about these things with is honestly one of the best things you can have and you should not just think that you should just be a lone wolf or that you don't need to talk to people because maybe you're too cool i mean who knows right for your for your own justified reasons you know whatever you think of you should definitely just reach out to people and muster up the courage to just reach out to people, right? Just reach out to them, reconnect, and then if they have the, uh, the capacity and the time, you can express yourself to them. And I'm sure, regardless, they would be willing to listen to you and happy that you're actually opening up. Because that was the case with me. Yeah, so listening to Helen about where she did not like to open up to people, but when she did that with her friends, it helped her a lot. It made me realize I was missing that social interaction, that inter, you know, just human interaction in general, and that that actually ultimately helped me in the end. But when I reached out or reciprocated to others, the other part about that episode that helped me was Janet's and Mel's stories. I believe. Um, again, I don't remember all the specifics, but what I realized was when they were talking about their experiences, their struggles. It made me think about my struggles from a different perspective. And I was always, again, like I mentioned earlier, just always wallowing in what I was kind of seeing from surface value or just from my narrow point of view um, as I was in my situation without actually expanding that perspective so that I can try to see the bigger picture of things. But I think just by listening to all three of this, you know, their stories from Asian Boss Girl, their stories just helped me looked at my situation from a bigger perspective, right? In the grand scheme of things where I realized like my situation is not that bad because before with my narrow point of view, I was thinking like 
I was just truly imprisoned in this in this household that my mother was being a true dictator or whatever right being a Kim Jong mom and I was even thinking stuff like if I just made up scenarios for example that just got me even more depressed and distressed where for example I would think okay if I just want to simply go to get let's say some fast food let's say from McDonald's or something simply simple right just because I'm feeling depressed but I also just want to treat myself a little bit I was thinking oh but I know mom won't let me go she won't let me go and just thinking that really got me like upset like on an irrational level because it was something made up in my head just me thinking it and thinking of the likelihood that that may happen but again it may not happen maybe she'll let me go which has she has proven me wrong regarding the things I would think of in my head there's just these delusions I would think of so I would look at my situation from a wider and a bigger perspective where I can see oh wait I'm not in as bad of a situation as I thought I was in and in order to do that you need to look from an outsider perspective and that's what I was and what I had when I was listening to these stories or like you know if you have a friend who goes to you for let, let's say dating advice and they're asking like hey man or hey girl or you know whomever like hey man like hey friend you know I'm having trouble with like my significant other like I just don't know what's going on like I feel like we're like we're things are great but like something's like just feels wrong and that person just doesn't know right because they're in their situation and they're having a narrow point of view on it itself right everyone has it it's no one's fault it's just it's just something natural I believe and then as a friend you have that outsider perspective where you can see the entire picture right from both the inside and the out right for the most part at least and you can offer your two cents your perspective and observations to your friend and then your friend can be like oh and then you can open up your friend's perspective on the their situation and then they can understand that's why things aren't working out that's why i've been feeling you know weird about my you know my significant other like okay i get it now so again when i listened to this podcast in particular that was really similar to my situation of you know having these struggles in covid times I was able to gain a bigger perspective right of my own situation and the various things about my situation like even regarding my mother like how to deal with my mother how to deal with not doing the things I should be doing career-wise right because I was just stagnant I'm not making any progress in my career I'm just at home doing honestly nothing I'm just was playing games like I mentioned binging stuff whatever I was doing nothing and I believe Mel also talked about that as well in the podcast episode um, where she went back home, I believe for Father's Day. And when she was back home in her bedroom, she felt like depressed even more so, I believe, or helpless because, you know, she felt like things didn't change, right? Everyone else is moving along in their lives. Everyone else is probably adapting way better and making the best of this pandemic. But she herself felt like she was not moving, right? She was stagnant like me. But that wasn't the case right as an outsider i was like oh but mel that's not the case like i can i mean based off the story you told me and the experiences you told me thus far i know that's not the case you're you know you are definitely so ahead in your in your career you're so successful thus far in, your, in this point in your life like just keep going like that was i was like rooting for her and i just wanted to tell her that but i'm sure she already knew that and she was already told that but 
I tried to apply this as well to myself. And I was like, oh, Joey, like, you're not going to be left behind. You're not going to be stagnant. But what you can do is just work on the stuff you know you should be doing and anything you can do for what is worth during this pandemic. And that was another thing I learned from this episode. One of the overarching, I guess, themes or messages I kind of received from this episode, listening to all three of their stories, uh, Janet's, you know, Helen's and Melody's uh, stories, they were just saying like, okay, when they were down in, you know, in the low point of their, of their life during the pandemic, and again, actually, let me state this too. They all quit their jobs and committed full-time to this podcast, Asian Boss Girl, before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit. So they were still working on Asian Boss Girl when the pandemic hit, but then they realized, okay, they need to like rev up the engine even more so. They need to like step up and they need to get back on the saddle and go you know, full on with this podcast and work on it. When they you know, mentioned that they were in a low point in their life, but they still, you know, told themselves to get back on the saddle, do the things they need to be doing, and even more so, I gained, like, some motivation from that where I was thinking, okay, even though I'm in this situation, regardless of how bad it was at the time, I need to just get back on the saddle, rev up the engine, and then some more, and then get at it. I need to do that. So this podcast, especially this episode, Finding Hope, again, like for the fifth time, really helped me understand my situation from different perspectives. And in a sense, I was able to re-realize and dive deeper into my situation in a, on a larger scale, right, in the bigger picture, so that I can move on from, my, from these negative feelings or, in a sense, eliminate them, right, make them go away so that I'm feeling much better. I'm feeling like the burden is lessened. Now, with all that said, listening to these two podcasts, Asian Boss Girl and Perfectly Imperfect, especially listening to the episode Finding Hope by Asian Boss Girl, really just helped clear up the muck and all of the, or not all, but most of the negative thoughts and feelings that I just harbored and heavily dwelled on for the longest time by providing me with these newer, fresher, different, and even deeper perspectives and understandings regarding my own situation. And I really recommend anyone else who is looking for, you know, relatability, just to feel less alone about their situation or insight in general, by listening to these podcasters or, you know, YouTubers who you like, right? Not anyone, just people you like, because just listening to another person's story in general really does help with the whole situation that you're dealing with, you know, regardless of what it may be. Now, with all the muck I mentioned that was cleared up and emptied out, that was filled in with more positive attitudes and thoughts by revisiting old YouTube channels or, you know, watching new ones. So I mentioned back in episode two of this podcast where I revisited an old YouTube channel called Wang Fu Productions. And if you don't know who they are, they're a media production company that aims to bring about more Asian American representation in media. And they, you know, make their own shorts and films that are very entertaining and relatable, especially in the you know romance world. You know, with you know dating in college to dating outside of college or you know as an adult, very relatable and entertaining 
stuff. I really enjoyed them back in high school. And they were kind of like my, my dating Bible back then. Like I would go to them for the relatability and some insight. And they were just probably even more so relatable when I entered college, right? Because it's a new world, it's a new scene. So I would go to them for all the, for all the advice in a sense. But nonetheless, like when I revisited them, it reminded me of all the good times back in my life while I was watching Wong Fu Productions and some other YouTube channels but more so Wong Fu Productions, those were times where I was happy with my life. I was happy with my career in academics and the progress I was making. I was happy with like the little, but you know, still existing social circle I was a part of. And overall, I was just really happy and content back then. So by revisiting these old YouTube channels or even some new ones, especially regarding like athletics and such, it really helped replace the negative muck and the sludge with more positive and encouraging attitudes and thoughts that just got my engine revving up again. So that led all to revamping and restarting my training, like I mentioned, doing the stuff that I wanted to do, like with podcasting and you know whatever else that it was. Overall, those two things, listening to the podcast and revisiting and watching new YouTube channels or old ones, just overall helped me got out of this hole that I was in. So yeah, there's my 2020 Christmas, how to get yourself out of a rough patch casserole, right? Step number one, listen to a podcast, YouTuber or whomever, where they share their own stories and struggles and tell you how they handled the situation so that you can relieve some of the delusions, the stress, the negative thoughts that you're harboring. And then number two, do something, watch something, listen to something, whatever it is that is enjoyable for you so that you can get that burst or just that positivity filling you up, right? There you got it. Two-step recipe for that. Get yourself out of a rough situation, rough patch casserole for Christmas. Take it into the new year. You don't have my word if it tastes good. But, you know, with all seriousness, I do hope this is insightful and does help you out. It's something that I was always wanting to look for when I was in a rough patch is people whom I could relate to or whom they can share their thoughts on their struggles and how they got out of them themselves and you know where they talk about in depth. So I hoped I provided that for you guys. Now, going into the second part of this episode is talking about how to maintain or being consistent with doing the things you should be doing slash want to do. That is a different story. It's not something that is of much of a challenge in my opinion. It is a challenge, you know, in its own respect, but it's not as dreadful and probably more challenging as, you know, getting yourself out of a rough patch, right? Like what we just talked about. This is requiring you to either have a strong mental fortitude, that discipline, that willpower, that drive, to do the things you should be doing, even though it's hard, it's not fun anymore, or maybe life throws other obstacles at you. And perhaps you're just not having the excitement anymore when doing these stuff. Whatever the case may be, it is tough to maintain and be consistent with the things you know you should be doing slash want to do. So let me just quickly share like what I do and what I've gone through regarding this kind of situation. When I started training again, and let's say doing podcasting, I'll just talk about those two, for example. I, over like maybe 
three weeks of doing this or you know working on it nonetheless i kind of felt like the excitement and the thrill was waning off right it's, it wasn't completely gone it wasn't like a sugar rush where like you feel that rush of energy the excitement and then it goes down and down and then you feel sluggish like you had pasta for lunch and you have that food coma and don't want to do work or study anymore it wasn't like that it was more like it just kind of waned down gradually and i was you know i i would say i have a pretty good discipline and i'm willing and able to do the things i should be doing regardless of how i feel because as long as i know that this is what i should be doing and i know that for sure then i'll do it you know even if i feel like oh i don't want to do it today it's too cold outside i don't want to go run i don't want to go train whatever i'll just stay in bed go on youtube i'm not going to do that because i know myself and i know i should be getting my butt off the bed or the couch Nonetheless, it's, that may be harder for other people to do, right? So one suggestion I have, and one thing that I actually do as well, is I try to make things more exciting again. And with that, you have to really just do your own research and look up things to make whatever it is you're doing, whether it's due to a need or a want, to make it more exciting again. For example, for me, when I'm doing my fitness stuff, I think having a goal actually for anything really, for both podcasting, fitness, and everything else, having a goal really makes things more exciting and more manageable to do. Because I feel like if I have a goal, at least I know when the end point is, uh, at least for that segment of this whole journey. So regards to fitness, I'm doing this like, I mentioned this in episode two, this like functional mobility strength training program. It's a six week long program. And just knowing that it's six weeks long, it makes me feel like, okay, I can get through these six weeks. And what makes it exciting is the anticipation of what will happen to my body, how will I look, and how will I feel by the end of these six weeks of doing this program alone. So that makes me just want to push myself and just really get the results that I am anticipating by the end of those six weeks. When I think about those six weeks ending, right, a lot of times it may feel like you're depressed again in some way or another, like, oh, this ended, now what do I do? Do it again. For me, at least, I mean, for a lot of fitness programs, I would think that there's like uh, three levels, like a beginner, intermediate, and advanced level of doing these workouts in these programs. So I've been doing more or less like a mixture of the intermediate and the advanced movements for this program. And now my next goal is by the time the six weeks is up, I'm going to redo this program, which is called, let me actually uh, give them a shout out. I think it's the Onnit Six Bodyweight Six Week Program. And I'm going to redo this whole program again to just purely do all of the advanced movements. Oh my God. I don't know what that's going to be like, but I am truly excited and thrilled to do it. Like, I want these six weeks to finish up already so I can redo it again. That's how excited I feel. If you're not in a program, um, go get one. I mean, I suggest just doing it anyway because it really does help motivate yourself and find that thrill for fitness again, right? You may want to say like, oh, if I want to get the most out of this program, hey, maybe I'll add in adding, you know, walking 10,000 steps a day to see like, okay, what would the effects be like of doing this program by itself and or you know doing this program in addition to walking 10,000 steps a day? <gasps> Maybe I'll look even way better. 
see once you start thinking that way and adding some other stuff that are you know that's challenging but also manageable like to, doing 10,000 steps a day isn't that bad you become more excited in my opinion and you then become more motivated so that helps me at least with the fitness side of things another example with fitness at least is doing a challenge right looking forward to do a challenge I was looking at like 100,000 step challenges on YouTube recently. Like I've been a short phase of looking those up and I just felt really inclined to do a challenge as well. Like there's these four by four by 48 David Goggins fitness challenge. There's the, you know, like I said, the 100,000 step K challenge. So I want to do these challenges, right? I'm like thinking about doing them and just thinking about the possibility of doing it makes me feel excited to an extent so that let's say by next week Saturday I tell myself I'm going to do 100,000 steps so in the days leading up to that Saturday I feel more excited and will prepare myself to and even mentally to participate in this challenge and complete it and if I complete it hey maybe you feel like a lot of motivation just for the fact of completing it and that makes you want to do even more fitness stuff or just continue the fitness journey that you're on right just for the sake of doing another or even crazier challenge who knows i'm just saying that these things these different variables either having a goal where you can like change things up or having these challenges just all these variables can really boost the excitement and the thrill of the stuff you're doing again or even more so than, you know, relative to the beginning of this journey that you started on. Now, aside from fitness, let's say we're talking about a creative outlet. For my example, it's going to be podcasting. I'm not saying podcasting is dying out for me, right? I don't, I, this is something still very new for me, very recent journey that I started on. And this is only going to be my third episode. So I'm not really feeling like the excitement is gone. But I do just want to make these more excited, right? I just want to make it more fun for me than what it is currently. So one way by doing that, and then here's an announcement, right? Earlier in the episode, I mentioned that I did something over the weekend that made me feel like, oh, I don't want to think about dating again or girls. Like, what do I need to think about romance? Here's how you can find out what happened over the weekend. And that's by listening to... A new series called Morning Tea and it's, it's gonna upload every Friday and these are gonna be shorter episodes like maybe 15 minutes long at least that's what I'm aiming for maybe 20 minutes if not I mean I don't want to do longer but these are gonna be short episodes where I pretty much share I spill a tea on myself whether it's in regards to like college stories like you know dating stories experiences and all that ooh or my thoughts on you know, controversial topics and, you know, it's just fun to talk about that stuff, right? On controversial topics and, you know, trendy topics and whatnot. It's just, I think they're fun. I can let off some steam and vent and or just spill the tea, right? I love spilling the tea. I love that cheese, man, that girl talk, you know? It's very healthy as long as the tea is not scalding hot and is, you know, being poured on someone where it can leave burn scars. That's not good tea. That's not, that's just boiling water being thrown at someone. I mean, it might as well, right? So I like to spill the tea nonetheless. It feels good. And that's what these, the series Morning Tea on Fridays will be about. And this upcoming Friday, I will be sharing what happened with me over this weekend and other dating 
like stories regarding that's similar to what happened over this weekend on other platforms like dating profiles and such. Ooh la la. But yes, big announcement. Morning tea every Friday. Juicy. <laughs> that was a weird way to say it. Juicy, steamy, thrilling stories to get you hyped for the weekend, right? It's Friday, almost weekend. Now, <laughs> going back to the this episode, by working on this new series, Morning Tea on Fridays, wink, wink, it makes things more exciting because one, I have a new thing, like a new goal, right? Every Friday, I'm going to upload this short episode. Two, it's manageable. So it is fun because it's not like it's an overwhelming amount of work that I'm having to put into, right? Because of two things. One, these are shorter episodes. So they're not going to take up a lot of time in recording and even editing. And two, these are going to be topics that I love to talk about. It's spilling the tea for goodness sake. Who doesn't like to do that? I mean, I'm sure there's you know some people who don't like to do it. But I mean, for those who know what I'm talking about and like to spill the tea, you get what I mean. They're fun to talk about. You can probably go on for hours for a long time. And I have to do it in 15 minutes. But nonetheless, those 15 minutes are going to go fast. They're going to be fun. I'm going to have a lot of stuff to share and details. Again, wink, wink. So for podcasting, at least, for this creative outlet that I'm starting and exploring, that's what I'm doing to make things more exciting. And again, it's not like the excitement and the thrill was already waning out. I mean, I still love to do these more serious topics, these other bizarre, you know, mental health or life related topics on Tuesdays. These are fun for me too. They're entertaining, they're refreshing. But having those Friday episodes are gonna add a different kind of spice, right? It's a different kind of excitement. So it keeps me motivated, it keeps my drive and engine revved up, if not even more so. So again, I feel like having a goal or coming up with different stuff that can make the things you're already doing more exciting is important that can help you become more consistent and especially look forward to doing them every day or you know whatever schedule you have set on doing those things that you should be doing or want to do. Now, like I mentioned back in episode two, Please do not solely depend on the motivation, the thrill, the excitement for continuing the things you should be doing or want to do. They are just temporary feelings that will gradually and naturally wane off. And I'm not saying that you have to be in love with your with the stuff you're doing every single day, right? Like if you find yourself not enjoying whatever it is you're doing as much as you were you know, maybe in the beginning of it all, that's totally fine. It was, it works out. And the most important thing you should ask yourself at those times is, hey, is this work? Is the pain, is the, you know, whatever it is that's uncomfortable, is it all worth it in the end? Is it still worth doing, right? For like, say, you know, some kind of sports training, like for my triathlon training, I hate speed workouts on the track. I do not like them. I'd rather go on like a 13 mile long steady pace run, not a four mile like cut up segmented like speed workout on the track, but I know it's all worth it. So I am willing to do it. I hope that makes sense to you guys. So again, do not depend on motivation or the excitement or the thrill of it all and constantly seek that out. Understand that you will have to build, 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 build that discipline, the mental fortitude, the drive to just get at it, whatever it is that you're trying to get after. Please just do that. 
And even though I was talking at some length about finding and reigniting that excitement, the thrill again, I'm just putting that out there if you are truly finding it difficult to continue the things that you should be doing or want to do. Because I understand with fitness related stuff, it's hard to continue the things you should be doing or to continue that run, to continue that fitness program, whatever it is you're doing, it's just, it's difficult to continue. So if you are finding yourself just really on the brink of giving up and I don't want you to fail, that's where you can just reignite the excitement, refine that motivation again. But again, <laughs> like I mentioned, do it as like a supplement, as a crutch. Don't depend on it. Just use it as a you know support pillar and then find yourself lift off, fly off into the sky and using your own discipline and mental fortitude to continue on this journey that you are on, <laughs> right? So yeah, I just wanted to say that again because it's that's super important to me. It's super important to life in general. That's it. That's the episode. Wow, again, we went around over a little over 40 minutes, just like the episode two, something I did not expect. And I found that this went by fast as well. Woo, you know, I'm feeling good. It's Christmas week and I hope everyone here has a wonderful Christmas week. Whether or not you are, or let me rephrase that, a happy holidays, right? I'm gonna be as inclusive as possible. Thank you everyone again so much for sticking around till the end of this episode. You can support me by listening to this podcast and following me on the anchor.fm slash Tiger website or by listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and now even on YouTube. And all you got to do is go to the search bar and type up Dwellin Tiger, which is spelled D W E. L L Y N Tiger, and you'll find me definitely with that Photoshop Tiger face on my body. <laughs> if you also have any comments, questions, or topics that you'd like me to talk about, please email me at dwellintiger at gmail.com, DM me on Instagram at the Joey LL, which is spelled T H E J O E Y L L, or message me either through text or a voice message on the anchor.fm website. Again, that was anchor.fm slash tiger. Thank you again, everyone, so much for listening and just sticking around for this episode three. I'll talk to you again next time this Friday with some juicy deets on the new series Morning Tea. And I hope everyone has a safe and jolly holidays and a Merry Christmas. <laughs>